1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio.
2: We're so excited and we cannot wait to speak to you
3: later when you're in the NFL. It's exciting. <laughs> what I'm saying? Welcome back to Drafted. In this episode, we'll take an exclusive look at the final 48 hours of our four first round hopefuls. Makai Becton, Chase Young, LaVisca Chenault, and Jeff Okuda. We're going inside the moments before the polished TV appearances and rehearsed interviews inside their lives and into their homes as they experience what they hope is their last two days before becoming professional football players.
4: Atlanta's trying to trade up. Detroit's trying to trade back, I think. So I mean, I I really don't know. It's
1: like you've already controlled everything you can control, right? So. So just enjoy the ride,
4: man. Yeah, for sure, Coach. Appreciate you calling me, man.
3: Their dreams of success Super Bowl rings, Pro Bowl selections, multi-million dollar contracts, that will all come later. Right now, their only goal is getting picked as high as possible. I don't care where I go, Grandpa. really don't. With a draft only two days away, the pressure on every player intensifies. I
5: think the pressure of any first round pick a lot of times come from within, within their circles, within their family setting, within their mindset of comparisons of those who are in the draft process with them, and so I think that's self-inflicted pressure.
3: Rich Paul, head of Clutch Sports, on some of the challenges facing all the players in the draft, and especially these four highly touted athletes.
5: When we try to explain, I try to explain it to every guy being drafted, there can only be one team that take you. When you get there, the process of proving yourself, no matter where you go in the draft, starts all over again. And most importantly, you have an opportunity and what you do with that opportunity is up to you. The difference is prior to all other times that you were in this position in terms of a new environment, coming from uni league to middle school to high school to college, the difference in this situation is you're now a pro. And when you're a pro, there's a ton of expectation that comes along with it.
3: Former Louisville offensive tackle Makai Becton Is feeling the stress of such high expectations. And it's starting to show in some unexpected ways.
6: I'm just saying, why you can't use that one right there? I gotta walk all the way to the room. Come on, it's a charger right here. It does the same thing.
4: You plug that phone, back up for me. Too. Oh, that's why I got the box, too.
3: Even something as mundane as a phone charger can reveal the apprehension these athletes face with tens of millions of dollars on the line.
6: Ooh, Colin Hurd. Colin Hurd, I mean, is this, like, in this top five? How risk prospect. Wait, what does that mean? High risk prospect. What does that mean? Oh, I'm terrible? Dang. <laughs>
3: what does that mean? You
7: risk, like, far as something would go wrong.
3: Dang! It's because being chosen as a high pick is about a lot more than pride and achievement. The financial difference between the first and last picks of round one is over $25 million. Falling even five spots at the top, from number one to number six, will cost a player $10 million bucks. That's a heavy burden for anyone, let alone a 21-year-old. They come on with a documentary.
6: I don't, I don't, this is dumb, bro. I don't feel like doing this right now. I just want to get drafted. All this extra stuff is just uncalled for.
3: Seriously. This is Simone Beckton, Makai's mom. Y'all yeah, saying it like it's easy. I don't, I don't understand. Shit is tiring. You just Yeah, I did.
6: Yeah, I did. <laughs> <Stop> it's <laughs> definitely
8: You
0: definitely (laughs) lost your damn
8: man. Hmm. I'ma get you. (laughs) Get (laughs) you. I don't say you
6: can cuss at me, but I can't cuss at you.
8: 'Cause I'm your
6: what the (laughs)
4: I'm (laughs) 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 (laughs)
8: going.
9: Hmm.
3: What?
8: I just wanted to see your
3: face. That's Sarah Walker, McKay's former academic counselor at Louisville, checking in on how he's holding up as the big day arrives. How
8: are
3: you
8: feeling? Good. I don't want to take up y'all's
10: time, but I, you know, I had to call and see your
8: face.
6: Yeah, you good? I um, I don't.
8: I'm literally like, you are
10: gonna laugh for real, for because real, 'cause I'm like already like tearing up, like already.
6: Oh, my gosh.
10: Already.
6: So. Oh, my gosh.
3: What the hang in there. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bond between an athlete like Makai and the people who helped him grow and succeed can be extremely close, thanks to years of working together toward their shared goals, graduating with a degree, and getting to the NFL.
0: Ball. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so what, what is it, like, how is it going to work? Like,
10: are they sending people,
6: or? No, nah, we we got, like, they gave us, like, cameras, to Like, they gave us, like, iPhones, and, like, they're going to call the iPhone, and then we're just going to be tuned in. And whenever I get picked, they're going to put the camera on me, and that's just how it's going to go. I don't know. Okay. I got this, I got this. <laughs> Cause I don't
0: wanna be looking at your shirt or like over your head or something like that I can even sit on your you. I got you. <laughs> okay, well, I don't
6: wanna keep you, but
8: I feel I'm super excited.
6: Thank you. And um I will
8: not send you a sign
6: Alright.
8: I probably Alright. Okay, I'll talk to you later.
6: Alright.
9: I feel
6: like you be our safeties and stuff too. Like, are you getting burnt? Who hoping to? I don't care, honestly. I really don't. you going
9: to
3: Dallas.
6: I don't care. Whoever paying me, I don't care where I go, Grandpa.
3: We'll be right back.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs>
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo!
3: another presumed top pick, deals with the same pressure.
6: You know what I mean? I'm like, so Bruce, optimistic. Two, one for the, one for the dude.
3: <sighs> He's hitting the weights to work out some pre-draft jitters.
6: I'll it. okay. 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 come to you. Coach, you did tell me. He said, when you go in the locker room, We're talking about phones. He was like, if you go in that locker room and it's going to be you on your phone, okay?" can't talk. He said, he said,
4: nah, no, I'm just trying to get
6: you. Yeah, I got you. <coughs> Up, two, three, up, four, up, five. One more, one more, one more. Good. There go. He was saying, you go in the locker room, you tell me if I put my me was just like, don't worry about nothing else. focus on football. He said it take care of you for the rest of your life. He said, You going there, you on your phone? You ain't gonna be in the league too long. Like you said, lock him on your phone? He's just saying, like, if you go in, just focus on everything else. Basically, like, on your phone, all this, like, just on your phone, fo- like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. type shit. Okay, okay. You guys could be in the league. He was like, yeah, but if you go in there and you football, right, right.
3: Even someone as seemingly unassailable as Chase, arguably the most dominant defensive player in college this past season, and someone his former teammates describe as a cool, laid-back guy, even he finds himself mentally struggling with his typical workout as the draft nears and the pressure intensifies.
6: Making sure, though, that, um, keeping it locked up, even when I sit down, no matter how fast, as long as I'm going, instead of doing Yeah. <laughs> when you count, count, one, one, two, because it fucked out my mindset, you know what I'm saying? Because you, I was doing that. Nah, I'm just saying with these jumps, I don't like hearing 16. 16. I like one, one, two, yeah. Like so many. So many, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: The draft's never-ending scrutiny can unnerve any prospect. And with newfound millions coming their way, these rookies suddenly face never-ending financial and business propositions on top of the football stress.
9: I know you've heard probably some of the horror stories, the rumors that go on in this business, the the amount of debt that these players get in and uh, the rules that are being broken before they even get in the league. Clutch Sports Group agent Demarius Bilbo. This is a very transactional business, the word agent. And I tell all my clients, if I say real estate agent, I'm here to sell you a home. You know, it doesn't make me a bad person, but I'm here to sell you a home. If I say uh, insurance agent, I'm here to sell your insurance package a premium, get my percentage and move on. And it's the same thing with NFL agents. I saw so many agents from baseball and football come in. And one thing I knew they couldn't do, they couldn't relate to me. They only cared about the sport. They never asked the question of what if it doesn't get you to a 1000000 dollar contract or set you up for life. And that was what I was really intrigued by. I played for a couple of years, went out to Arizona when Dennis Green was there, we had a chance to build some friendships with Anquan Bolton, watch Larry Fitzgerald. A close in person, I was released from them, went to Dallas under Bill Parcells. I was actually the third quarterback behind Bledsoe Romo and then I was running scout team quarterback, getting chased by DeMarcus Ware and those guys all the time, Roy Williams. So I saw a lot in my football career, um, was always business minded. And that's what I did for myself. I always had a passion for sports, but I knew it would end, you know, because everybody wants to help a professional athlete get in the league, right? That's the easy part. But who wants to help them get out when it's over? That's the hard part, and I only hope that these guys that signed with me can look beyond the agent and get inspiration as a professional. You know, you meet a guy like Lavisca, and you you hear the stories, the dreads, and why they were grown out. You meet his mom Annie, who's a, a, a college basketball player, and you know how she's you know fought to raise her sons while keeping her husband's memory alive. And you know you can see it in his eyes. You can see that he's. He's passionate, but you can see there's something there that's that's still hurting, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know that a young boy who's played football wants to see his father there.
7: Well, I didn't have no dream at all, going to NFL (laughs) at all.
3: That's LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver from the University of Colorado. Another first-round hopeful.
7: Nah, I really didn't have no dreams playing any sports, to be honest. It was not till I got, got around it and I started doing it. And I started, like, just overcoming obstacles and just overcoming, just you know, the hard times and just realizing, like, I basically, I'm built for this. And then, of course, I couldn't play basketball because of my hair in ninth grade. Because I really was going to play basketball. When I got to older, I wanted to play basketball. I didn't want to play football. So I was going to play basketball, but my hair in ninth grade. So, yeah.
3: The DeSoto Texas High School basketball coach had a rule about no long hair. And LaVisca had grown his signature dreadlocks as a way to honor his deceased father.
7: Got the dreads, it was like a little bit afterwards when I realized and, you know, just thought about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I shouldn't cut my hair. Not only does it like represent something, it also like, it's just like part of my fashion. So I love
3: my hair. (laughs) When LaVisca heard the no long hair rule, his mind was made up, his basketball career was over. Instead, he focused on football, but that path was far from a straight trajectory. Here's LaVisca with his family, together in a house outside of Dallas, trying to sort out exactly how he got to this moment, only days away from the NFL. Then
10: freshman year,
7: you was the varsity kicker? No, hey, so no. Didn't you do that? No. No. To you kicking? no, I did kicking too, but I wasn't no varsity, no.
10: Um, no, had for the no I
7: was kicking it and punting well, for my team. Oh, okay,
10: and then when he played middle school, well, Titans, he really showed out. They pop, pop, yeah,
7: pop Warner, I was running went to the b- Super
10: Bowl two school, years in a row. Fullback. I was like a fullback running back. Yeah, yeah, he was tough. One time boy, he ran out ten boys, big boys. He was boy. this tall. You remember that boy? boy. You gotta remember. He wasn't a running back. I grabbed. Tell me, I was cold. Pop Warner, do he? He dragged about ten boys one time. They were little. They didn't know. They're about eleven. He drew them all, dragged them all the way to the end zone from like five yards away. They couldn't even tackle him. So he been running he's over. Like there. five girls. Running right. Running. <laughs> so I saw the it trampoline. in him. So when he went to that stage with eighth, ninth grade and all that the stuff, trampoline. I saw it in him in already. Oh, and that trampoline, boy. So Junior yep. calves was the like, legs. Boom, jumping out the house. <laughs>
8: Really? That's what started Y'all yeah,
10: jumped off
3: the there. Strength coaches aren't known to use the leaping off the roof onto a trampoline method, so it's difficult to gauge what impact that had on developing LaVisca's 30-plus-inch vertical. All
5: the time.
10: I don't know what y'all... All the time. We definitely... all the time, climb the fence, jump on the,
7: get on the roof, jump on the trampoline.
6: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Boom, because
7: you suck. Because I remember
6: you
8: used to fall yeah. no. I
10: mean, a lot. Yeah. No. My cousins came and got on the trampoline. It fell in. My, uh, We were small then. So when we got in there, we jumped like, come on now. Right. I was uh, about to jump when over the fish next to the next, next fish. Yes. That's oh, what
7: I'm saying. was so No, but you remember that one time I just kept falling my leg like it's stuck it in does, the... Right. <laughs> No, remember when uh, Boss used to get up there and when we sprayed the water, he would start attacking us like. He <laughs> trying to <laughs> bite the water. No,
6: I used to
7: be scared bro, of the Boss, boy. Tra- even under the trampoline. Tra- tra- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I was trying to
10: feed him one time. He was just <laughs> 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 it really? You take too long. Right. No, remember when
7: we was trying to do front flip? Oh, I ended up not. love. I love I when we play football in that mud all the time. Right.
3: <laughs> football the trampoline is only part of the story. Well, no, I was on ninth grade B team. I
7: just started playing receiver. I was tenth grade was oh my god, I had one touchdown, I think. It wasn't until I'm telling you, it wasn't until like I was doing scout team against varsity and I'm out there like balling against these like way older than like two years older than me. So and they saying like you are gonna be good, you're gonna be good. So that's when I really started, I was like, okay. So like 10th, 10th, 11th
10: grade. Yeah, about the time he talking about when he started scouting, I told him, I said, look, who better than me? That's why I always say I'm something like unique. That's why they call me Magic, but who better than me?
3: That's LaVisca's mom, Annie, AKA Magic. She was a star basketball player at the University of Dubuque. And she passed athleticism and a love of sports to her kids, along with a mindset to win.
10: He had to go out there and he had to push. You remember that time we had? And you was a little down. I remember it clear today. I said, "Son, you gotta keep your head up. You gotta keep running. Who better than you? If somebody doing something that you think, wow, that's that's good. Learn what they're doing. If they don't want to show you, just take notes." So that's what I said. You don't remember that speech?
3: Who better than me?
7: I mean, you didn't say it a lot. But I don't remember the exact <laughs> speech.
3: These ideas and her speeches created a certain culture within the Chenault household.
7: We would compete in so many games, like in the house, far as like girls versus boys, and it's kind of a water fight. Say you just like flick some water on somebody and the other person go overboard, and it just got out of hand, so now we like getting buckets and and we just find anything with water, we're just throwing it, like we got the water hose, went in the house with the water hose, now who you know like going in the house with the water hose like you gotta know that's somebody that's very competitive to do that. So like regardless of how simple it was, it just we made it, everything competitive, and I think that's what just made me so tough. And I think that's why the whole family just so tough. Whatever, we had like five football fields behind our neighborhood, and I'm ten years old at the time, nine years old, somewhere around there. And we would go over there and play football. And I'm playing with 20 plus year old people and I'm 10 years old. And I'm just out there having fun with it and like not crying, you know, just out there competing. So I think my younger years it was definitely just made me so tough. And I always wish that we can get back to that level.
3: Now, instead of worrying too much about when and where LaVisca will go, they're putting Demarius's advice into practice.
10: What are y'all preparing to do? You know, in six months, I want to see myself as a, or I want to be in this position in six months doing what?
3: They want to translate LaVisca's success on the gridiron into something bigger off the field.
10: What is it? It goes for six months. You'll wait, like, like, do you, you have something. anything specifically?
3: Like, you you're the boss, you CEO. Do you, you
10: know have I'm any saying, specific tasks that you want each one to do? Like, is something in your mind that you say, hey, I want you, this, with, I want you to take care of this, and I want you to take care of this, and I want you to take care of this. If it's ideal, because we're here to, to support you, on, like, I see. No, I get what you're saying. It's just we'll we'll like taking care <laughs> of Icy. <laughs> yeah, doggy duty, because I am not of that. Mm. well my life. vision is to kick off this clothing line for him to visit too live finish that out yep. take care of that because it's, it's way past them uh we got the chanel scores group we're attacking we got our tax id we got everything it's actually legit to go so what you do everything that you buy everything that you that house everything that goes on to your business so but with that being said i'm just telling you that that process ground had already been set already so that's the focus, if you, if you want to do something, make sure that he's making money also with along with you. You know what I'm saying? Because believe it or not, we got to profit him too. So any business you go to, remember, he's the boss. So whatever his lines and things are, it's up to him. So he got a lot of things to think about too. So just just put that out there.
3: It's a lot for a 21-year-old, especially as he approaches the eve of what's hopefully the biggest day of his life. But like LaVisca said, his family has never been short on competitiveness or ambition.
11: I want to get my own
10: truck. <laughs> um, I want to drive a for a minute because I love to drive. Love, love, love. Um, after that, once I get tired, I'm going to come out and I'm going to hire someone to drive
0: for me. Maybe a couple people, get another truck or two. Um, then I'm going to go into fashion. i this working in school. Being a single mom is it's a lot of work.
10: Yeah. Like, it ain't got to be for him, but you know what I'm saying? Be a ghostwriter out there, like, all right. type of other stuff, too. And as I say, it's a
0: media
10: play. Like, I want it to be, I don't know about
7: all the background. Media yes. stuff here. I want to get back a nursing, too. I'm a squeeze. Yeah. I want to be Well, I
10: don't I know my how little bro mine is
7: gonna getting some oh, yeah, land. <laughs> I'm trying to get a farm going so we can make it. our own food. We ain't got to go out and get nobody else's food. Yeah. And he could be eating right, and he'd know exactly what's in his food.
3: The Chenault family has big plans for life after draft day, but all that has to wait until after his name is called. We'll be right back.
9: This is it.
1: We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
2: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
3: Former Ohio State cornerback, Jeff Okuda, is another likely high first round pick. In these last 48 hours, he's characteristically focused on the moment. Vote
2: for any little detail, big detail, where should sit, when wear, should do
4: anything, we're here. Okay. And I'll
2: let Bilbo now, talk about the football side of it. All right had
3: sense of conversation about this. do so, so, uh, uh, Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, yeah, I do. That's Demarius Bilbo again, the agent we heard from earlier.
8: And you, you've been seeing some of the things take place in, in, in the media that we talked about about a week ago, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, you are the, the unanimous couple, um, But being that a lot of these teams know that they can get a corner at five or six. That's where Jalen Ramsey, Lattimore, or uh, Peterson have gone. They uh, are using that third. To much, you know, gain some draft capital and get picks across the draft. Uh, we fully expect you to be a top 10 pick, even a top 7 pick, a top 5 pick. That's based on how those first three picks, uh, if they stay put.
3: This might seem trivial, but as we noted, the difference between a few spots in the top 10 is millions of dollars. And NFL contracts have fewer guarantees than the other major pro sports. So watching those early first round picks unfold can be excruciating for the top prospects. Every time they hear a different player's name called instead of their own, they'll know they just missed out on another million or more. Preparation and knowing what to expect can at least help them deal with some of this pressure and stress. We talked about the
8: market and, and, and marketability in first markets. Obviously, you know Detroit there. That's the most money you're going to need. It's top three big. But other markets, if there's a land pocket that trades up, you know, uh, that's a combination of a uh, first round top five pick and being in a great market that we can definitely use you and some other stuff. So you know, as that hope, but definitely ready to get market. I will kind of alert you if there's any trade after the second pick. Um, so just will alert and go from there. Make sure you're communicating with us. Answer your phone. Any number you don't know. Um, don't worry about the area code. You don't know, pick it up. Okay. All right.
2: Perfect. We're so excited, and we cannot wait to speak to you later when you're in the NFL.
4: Okay. Thank you so
3: much.
2: You too.
4: It's
3: exciting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As the hours remaining wind down, those close to Jeff continue to reach out. What up, boss? What's up? Not much, just chilling.
1: You get to figure out where you're gonna be living in a few weeks.
3: Yeah. This is Jeff's strength and conditioning coach, who he has been working with leading up to the draft.
1: Um, well, where are you right now?
3: Are you still in town? Yeah, I'm at uh, that apartment still, Maxos. Okay. Okay.
8: Got it. You've been staying
4: in shape? Yeah, I've, I've been conditioning every other day, doing push-ups, all that. I, I did, I'm doing the same workout that you sent the first time, the conditioning. But I just okay. like kind of like added on to it, like, change direction and stuff. Okay. And then a long condition. So I'm going to get it in. I, I got you. I've got another one that uh, we revamped. Okay. Uh,
8: that I can send to you as well. I'll just
2: add it to your... If you want me to
8: add it to your
2: bridge account. Okay. So just spin there and, uh, and get that. All right. But uh, what are
4: you hear? Are you hearing something? Atlanta's trying to trade up. Yeah. The, Detroit's trying to trade back, I think. So, I mean, I, I really don't know. Like, I thought it was going to be Detroit for a long time, but I don't know. It's, it still might be, but I just don't yeah. know, like, who's trying to trade up. I got you. I
8: got you. It's like you, you've you already controlled everything you can yeah. control. Yeah. Right? So. so, just enjoy the ride,
4: man. Yeah, for sure, Coach. Appreciate you calling me, man. Yeah,
8: no problem. I'm going to jump, but I just wanted to say I was thinking about you, and I'll be watching it. I'll swing in congrats, Texas. It's going to get thrown into the next, you know, 250 text messages.
4: <laughs> you
8: get. But I'll uh, but be good, man.
4: All right, so Coach. You Appreciate it. Bless. Yes, Enjoy. sir. Yes, sir. One. Yeah, so I put in a maintenance order for my dishwasher, or my my, my sink, to the, the, um, the that little switch thing's not working on the sink anymore.
3: Tens of millions of dollars on the line, a lifelong mission to reach the NFL so close he can feel it, and this is what Jeff Okuda is doing. It's a perfect example of his uncanny ability to stay focused on the present, or what scouts call his Zen-like patience. One of the many qualities that make him so dominant on the field. Um,
4: yeah, yeah, it's not working. And I put, I put in a main... Yeah, yeah, it, well, like, when, I, when I flip the switch, it doesn't turn on. Okay, 2301. Okay. I, I put in a request or talk to someone on Monday, I think, and no, no one's got back to me.
0: see if i can get maintenance out there
4: today okay thank you and uh they don't have to i'm about to leave for the day are they they i don't have to be here right
0: nope you don't have to be there
3: all right cool appreciate it
0: you're welcome have a good one
3: beyond all the usual anticipation and scrutiny this year's draft and the coming season involve other unprecedented challenges
4: yeah this is jeff again uh i got a call from somebody that they got a for maintenance comes into my apartment, they have to ask me some questions. Yes, sir. It's just four quick questions
9: here. How's the day been going so far?
4: Days are going good, can't complain. That's good. So yes yeah, just four quick questions. Have
6: you tested positive for COVID nineteen? No. Have you traveled to any
8: countries within the last forty five days for which the C D C has issued a pandemic related level three travel health notice? No, sir.
4: Alrighty, have you come into contact with any individual that has tested positive for COVID-19? No, sir.
8: Do you currently have a fever of 100 degrees Fahrenheit or more? No, sir. Alrighty, perfect. So I'll go ahead and make a quick call to maintenance and have him head up there for you shortly, sir. OK, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day.
3: Potential first round picks like Jeff, Makai, LaVisca and Chase normally would fly to the city hosting the draft. They'd do endless media appearances, picking out new suits, carefully planning the moment they walk across the stage and shake the commissioner's hand. But in 2020, almost everything is up in the air.
9: Literally, I wake up every morning waiting to walk outside and see zombies. I'm like, is this a scary movie? Like, is this one of these sci-fi flicks that you know, you hear this alarm and you just start seeing people walk down the street and like, what the hell is that? Agent Demarius Bilbo again. So, you know, my job for the players is to get information because there is this huge disconnect because we're dealing with something that nobody knows what it is. And not only are they going through their first draft experience, but they're going through it during, during a pandemic. So it's going to be different. Will I be able to have a rookie mini camp, OTAs where, or am I just going to be thrown in a fire? You know what I'm saying? can you Can you imagine... A Chase Young standing across from an eight-year veteran in camp, and it's like, okay, well, where's that rookie that's coming in with me? This is who I got to go against the first day, you know. So you can hopefully say that they'll be the first and the last draft
3: class that experiences something like this. Here's Chase on how he's hoping to manage this year's unusual situation.
11: A few things have to change. Is we, we definitely taking taking steps to be more um, healthy? Keeping hand sanitizer, gloves. Um, masks, those types of things in the car. You know, not going out um, to too many places for real. Obviously uh, what I wear, can't wear the Gucci suit anymore because I believe it's in Italy, they said, and it won't get here in time. So I'll be wearing a brand called John Elliott. I'm a designer based out of uh, California. I have to change uh, how we're doing the draft. A lot of my friends and family will be outside. And after I get drafted, I'll go outside and just greet them as safely and healthy as possible. And yeah, only a few people in the house, but uh, you know, that's how I plan on on doing the draft. I'm definitely grateful um, for this whole opportunity. Um, I, I pray to God every night, and I thank him uh, for every time I I wake up um, and, and and can sleep and, and wake up again. Um, so I'm definitely grateful for this opportunity, um, and I'm gonna show it. I'm gonna give
9: everything I have What I've really been doing is making sure that the players understand that there are people out there that are really facing life or death situations. So remain humble, understand that you're still blessed. You got to college and got an opportunity to get a free education, that's number one. You know, you don't have that debt on yourself, you don't have that debt on your mom. You know, even if you got a guy who is an undrafted guy, you know, who makes the roster, now you're going to the league, you're gonna make more than most doctors make. You know, just a salary. You know, so be thankful for those things, and that's when the bigger blessings come. And this is a time where we focus on people and not be that selfish athlete that's just worried about myself.
3: Coming up on the next episode of Drafted
5: The neighborhood that Keyshawn and I both
3: grew up in, you grow up fast. Keyshawn Vaughn.
11: I first had the dream of being in the NFL, I was about five, six years old. Me having that dream is kind of something that kept me on a straight path.
5: You have a lot of kids that come through and play with a lot of passion, play with a lot of heart. they tough, grimy, and have a lot of grit. I have coached a lot of great backs in my 17 years of coaching in Metro
11: Nashville, and he's the best by far. I'm a big person who want to prove people wrong. So I mean, been underdog. So I carry with much pride.
3: And Lavisca Chenault.
7: I knew I had to get surgery. I really like broke into tears right when they told me. Oh, oh, shit. Damn. Was I not in the turning lane?
3: Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. The executive producers are Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, Eric Salat, Sean Tatone, L. Key, and me, Keegan-Michael Key. The series is produced and written by Eric Weiner. Jared Brom is our coordinating producer. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer. Mixed and edited by Stephen Johnson. Additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg. For transcripts of the show and more information on Drafted,
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between—